Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How's it going? Um, we are back after a long summer break. Uh, we took time off because of work and, and many vacations with the kids and with each other. And basically because we just needed some did, time to did recharge. Did we get a vacation together? We didn't get shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, we are got back. Paid. That's what we got. We work a whole summer. <laughs> yeah, so, we work yeah. a lot of extra overtime. Um, so we are a little out of practice. This is going to be a horrible, horrible episode. So stay tuned. <laughs> I mean, worse than normal? So we're basically just we're going to talk about uh, what happened over the summer. Um, not just with us, but kind of uh, on a global scale without being political or anything. We are? Yeah, why the fuck not? All right, cool. <laughs> and uh, we definitely want to hear what you did this summer, uh, whether it was work, going on vacations. Uh, we're going to talk about stuff we want to do in the future. Yeah. And if you've done it, uh, we can definitely use some insight. We'll touch base definitely. about that here in a little while. Uh, first off, let's get our sponsors out of the way so we can move forward. Um, as always, we are sponsored by 5 by 5 Brewing Company. Uh, they are Battleborn, Texas-made veteran brewing company based in Mission, Texas, co-founded by Army veteran George Rice uh, with beers like the 40-millimeter 40 stout, which I'm going to drink tonight. Um, the brunette bombshell Fubar. It's no surprise this brewery is taking over the Texas markets from the valley all the way up into West Texas now. Uh, they're working in the panhandle. By the end of this year, they're going to be all over the state of Texas, and they're going to be national by uh, next summer is what they're hoping Good for. for so make sure you uh, go check your local bar, grocer, and restaurant, see if they have it. If they don't ask for it, um, all the distributors have access to it in the state of Texas. Um, so you can find more information about them at 5x5brewing.com, uh, facebook.com slash 5x5brewing. You can call them directly at 956-445-5421 or info at 5x5brewing.com. And then um, all of our podcast editing and distribution is done by oh, Knucklehead, Knucklehead Media Group. You poor things. You poor things. Yep, they have to put up with our shit show weekly. Uh, <laughs> it's founded by a Marine veteran, Stephen Cologne. Uh, they cover all your podcasting and media needs from audio and video editing to strategy planning to global online distribution. This professional team of experts take your idea and make it a reality while providing the knowledge and experience to help you grow your audience and reach. Uh, you can find them at knucklehead.agency or facebook twitter and instagram it's all knucklehead mg no spaces no underscores no dashes or slashes um yeah those guys have really helped us get our shit together so we seem somewhat more professionalish than we do no dashes no slashes no dashes no slashes i didn't yeah. mean for That's that cute. to I that like just kind of happened it, yeah, I had a, had a good moment. Welcome to Southpaw's Tales from the Barts, <laughs> where there's no dashes, no slashes. No. So if you are watching and you want to comment, make sure you go to uh, StreamYard.com and give them permission to see your name. Otherwise, Please. all we're going to see is Facebook user, and we're not going to um, acknowledge your existence, period. Well, not we aren't anyway, because this is pre-recorded. Yeah, this one is pre-recorded. <laughs> Hopefully in a couple weeks we'll be live but, again. Uh, yes, we have to work around will. our schedules. Um, we'll talk about that briefly what's going on in our yes. lives uh momentarily um maybe you can go check out all of our old episodes at uh youtube or any of your favorite podcasting platforms uh apple spotify itunes um you know all of them all of the things. <laughs> uh, don't forget to like and share this stream wherever you are watching it or listening to it and uh, tonight we're going to be doing something we've never done before we're going to be doing a uh, hot sake Yes. Um, I got some to cook on the uh, flat top griddle when I was making some hibachi type shit and cook it with it. And I'm like, hey, let's. And it's kind of our sake. jam. Like we like to go to hibachi restaurants or sushi restaurants and we always get our own like drinks. But then we always get a hot sake to share and they put it in a ceramic container. 
So yeah. how fancy is this? Is an <laughs> antique? Uh, it's one of Jamie's ceramic... family's ones that his yeah his mom gave. I have him. no clue where it came from. It's just no. kind of been passed around. Yes. Don't know the age of it. It's, we have the it's... whole set actually. Like we have a gravy bowl. We've got a serving tray, pitcher, teapot. As you can see, we've got a lot. So it's our socket pot now. It's a socket pot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, what we're doing? This is uh It's about fifteen, sixteen dollars at the at the local uh, liquor store. It's uh I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Geikiken. Actually, I am going to try. Geiko. Yeah. Geikon. 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 It's sake, black and gold. It's a fifteen point six percent ABV. It is even though it's a, a Japanese sake, it is made in America. I think it's, it's Geikon. It's made in California. We're going to pronounce it real bad. We're just going to pronounce it different every time we say it. But let's go ahead and start off with a little shot here. And it is hot, so we're probably going to pour it and let it sit for a second. So no, maybe not. Scald. I mean, it's been sitting there during oh, no, it's, the it's heat it's up and stuff. Is it? Yeah, Dude, it's... it did not take long to heat up whatsoever. And then the handle is actually cool. Uh, is it still pretty hot? I mean, it's it's hot. It's so, not hot. It's not too hot for my mouth, but it's probably too hot for your mouth. So because I like to drink lava. Yeah, just like her shower on the OG basis. We can't shower together because her shower is 4000 degrees warmer than mine. I have frozen pieces. They need to be thawed. What, what do you want from me? Your soul, your heart. <laughs> no, I just I general. I'm cold. <laughs> I'm just cold natured. But yes, yes. All right. So Mavahina, we've never Mavahina, JD's got to chisel the ice off before we have sex. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I'm usually freezing my ass off. So I need. So let's try this stuff. We've never actually tried this brand outside of me using it to cook with um, on, on the griddle. So let's see. I'm scared. All right. Salud. Okay. That's actually really good. That is a lot better than I was expecting, especially for the price tag. Yeah. 15 that's, bucks for liquor. That's 15%. We've had some that I drink and I'm like, Bleh. but that's actually pretty good. Yeah. So it's been uh, about two months, two and a half months since our last episode. Really? Yeah. It's been, Holy it's been quite a while. Um, kids were out of school. Um, we've been working a ton of uh, extra overtime at work mandatory because that's well, how life goes. Uh, Mandatory you took up, for you. Um, you picked up a second job. Uh, kind of, yes. Yeah. So I'm actually transitioning. Um, my unit, you're getting a wiener. My unit? No, not the. Oh no, that kind of that kind of transition. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my unit got bought out by a different hospital by unit, company. Do you mean Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> unit drink <laughs> <laughs> got bought out by a different company. Um, that other company has hired me and promoted me. So whenever my they buy my unit, unit drink, uh, <laughs> and they take it over here in a few months, uh, I will be the manager as opposed to just the supervisor. So that's actually a promotion for me. It's more money for me, a better schedule, Monday through Friday. So no more 12-hour shifts. What? Suck it. So, yeah, I'm really excited. But if I'm not at one job working 12-hour shifts, I'm at the other job trying to, like, buy equipment or, you know, do interviews and hire staff and have meetings. And it's just, it's a lot, but I realized that my current job, I like it, but my new job, I, I love it. I'm like totally thriving on the chaos that is creating this new baby, this new unit. Oh, you, it's awesome. In general, you thrive on chaos. I like really if, it, if, if shit is running smooth, 
I'm you, freaking out. You have to have something go wrong to feel normal but again. If it's and it going, is so but if stressful. all hell breaks loose, I'm actually very calm. It's really odd, which is why I wanted like 13 kids because I thought, Man, I would be no. so. I would be that mom who had her shit together. We like, have three and we struggle. There and I, had, I know. <laughs> well, I didn't plan on them being spread out as much. If we had been able to just pop out baby after baby, what you wanted, like Irish I, octuplets or something? That would have been not octuplets. I don't want to have that many at one time. No, no, no. Irish octu like Irish twins. How they're born uh, within twelve months of each like, other, but it's like, yes. you know, every every eleven months, pop out another one. Yeah, yeah. You know. Have have one in every grade. Yeah, that would have been fine. Uh, can you imagine the fundraisers you'd have to do? Like, no. <laughs> hey, I needed to buy 17 fucking bullshit no, cookie no, dough no. packages for me. I wouldn't me. be able to afford jack shit with their, with their anythings. But I, I think the chaos of it, the kids running around the house. Like, anytime we have family gatherings with my family, you're losing your mind because you're overstimulated. And I'm sitting there as, as cool as a cucumber. Perfectly fine because I just I love it because I I mean there's what twelve grandchildren on my on my parent on my side there's twelve grandchildren so when they all get together I just I love it I love it I segregate awesome. myself he I does, uh, he can't I can't deal with that much he can't deal with there's that no much fucking way so yeah yeah so this summer we had our plans we were gonna do New Mexico a really cool vacation we were planning on going to New Mexico and then yes. we we're gonna go to Colorado there was a uh, in southwestern corner of Colorado, there's a tiny little town called Lake City. Yes. Um, some people may know it. Some people don't. Most people don't. But seven miles outside of, of Lake City is this meadow that uh, my family used to camp at every summer. And it's public land, so it's free to go camp there. There's a cabin that's been standing there since the uh, 1880s, I believe. I think it's like 1883 is when it was made. It was Pike Snowden uh, was the guy that built this cabin. He ended I up can't dying. believe you remember all of that. I don't um, remember shit from my childhood. But... Um, you see these new bottles on on the background here. If you're watching and not listening, uh, each one of these bottles represents somebody that passed away in my life. One of them is my brother. Uh, bought that beer for him after he passed away, and now it's here. That way, I can always have a beer with him. But um, that meadow is where we spread my brother's ashes, yes. and I also have a tiny urn that I hid in one of the um, mines right outside of that cabin. And I was going to take my kids and my wife there to see yes. where I grew up camping. We were going to go to uh, Eagle's Nest and Angel Fire, New Mexico. In New Mexico. My parents are renting a cabin in Eagle's Nest. We've been to Angel's Fire. We actually went there uh, to visit his grandmother who lives in Albuquerque. And then yeah, we yeah. drove to Angel's Fire where his sister had rented a house, a cabin big enough for the entire family. We an, an went whitewater rafting. The kids played. We hiked. And we went down. We went into the... Uh, the ski lifts. Yeah, what's cool about the, the ski lifts is during the off season, um, all the them. they're all uh bicycle trails where the skiers are in the wintertime, which I trails. thought was cool as hell. Biking trails and hiking trails, yes. <clears throat> we went hiking there. So we had all this planned, and we were even thinking about going from there to Missouri to Lake of the Ozarks, where yes. we went uh last, last summer. Because mm -hmm. it was that was the first time I'd ever been there. It was absolutely fucking was gorgeous. So much fun. That was that was one of the only vacations in my entire life where i didn't want to come home because generally on the last day you're like we let's did, get the fuck out of here we did that this year we drug our, our feet but we yeah we stayed there what eight days and yeah and, the didn't Ozarks, and we didn't want to leave and then they were like well you come back next year and we're like and on and honestly and then with my parents being an eagle's nest it's right down the road from taos where we went uh white water rafting which we were planning on doing with my dad this year my mom was willing to watch the two younger boys because 
it's kind of not her jam. But yeah, I mean, we had plans. So, but, but gas prices, not was, getting political. Fuck you, Brandon. But um, the gas prices deterred us. So how, you calculated it. How much I was it going to cost us to get to New Mexico? And, back? and not, not for just New Mexico, but from New Mexico to Colorado and back, excluding the Missouri part. Yes. Um, would have been over a thousand dollars in fuel and to us at the time and that's that was a lot of our bucks for just gas not all the fun things and yeah yeah that's just to and from or whatever for a thousand dollars here in texas to make and have vacations we could do a lot more with that money so we decided to stay local so we're going to talk about some of the stuff we did this summer um give you some ideas if you do if you are from texas places you can visit if you haven't um play if you're not from texas places you can visit if you haven't <laughs> um and also if if you know anywhere or you did something this summer we definitely want to hear what Absolutely. you did because we're always looking for fun trips with the family absolutely um, we love daycare we love we call them vacations those are usually to the us, overnighters like the two, two or three day trips so when we say vacation we don't mean just for the day we mean two or three day trips something that we could do on an extended weekend with the kids, which is perfect for our lifestyle. So, and we definitely like budget too. <gasps> yes, please. Because we pull white trash. Yeah. If there's like some off the beaten trail place you like to go that's cheap, but it's so much fun or so interesting or fascinating, historically, JD would love that. My boys would love that. They love historical, any sites of all kinds. Me, it's growing on me. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a fan, I would say that it's bearable. So I think what, what I've done to really help you get will enjoy the historical sites like I do is like get in the mindset of the people that were there at the time that whatever event happened. And I think that really helps. I think what helps is you always make it interesting for me because you're like cat likes haunted things. So I'm going to look up folklore. I like I like mythical things like I'm more of like that kind of fantasy environment. Like she that's kind mythical, of books mythical I read. things like the clit and an orgasm. Okay, the clit exists. No, in that's a mythical. <laughs> Both of those exist. Just because you haven't seen them in a while doesn't mean they don't exist. No, so JD always finds up like folklore because he knows that would fascinate me more than the actual historical events, which is kind of funny. And I probably have a problem, but still, he always makes it interesting and looks up like either like the hauntings or the folklore or the myths or the legends so that I'm intrigued also. So, so I like that. Since you brought up the hauntings and stuff, we'll talk about the second part of our vacation first, just because it's the perfect segue. So perfect. the uh, one of our vacations we did, it was just an overnighter to San Antonio, Texas. Yes. Um, San Antonio just steeped with history all um, back to the 1600s. Oh, yeah. Um, and we went and we stayed at the Crockett Hotel, which is one of the three main haunted hotels in. Yes, um, there's the Emily Morgan. There's the Meninger, Minger, right? Yeah, Minger, and then and and then the the Crockett Hotel. So we stayed at the Crockett. I was wanting to get in at the Minger, but their computer system was being retarded, so I couldn't. Um, <laughs> the Minger is actually the most haunted hotel in San Antonio, one of the most haunted in the nation um, yes. outside of, you know, Stanley Hotel, some of the ones you've seen on, on all the ghost hunting shows. Um, there's 32, quote-unquote, confirmed spirits that that roam the halls there, and uh, it is right next door to the 
a chapel that stands at the Alamo. And the chapel is, is what everybody knows as the Alamo with yes. the cool little roof line and everything. Um, the Alamo was actually much larger than that. It was a full mission um, where there was a 13-day siege in 1835. Massacre at the end. I can go on and on and on about the history of it. But um, right <laughs> so where the we- Minger stands is where um, the Texians' bodies were burned. Yes. And burned and partially buried some yeah they just they just threw them all in a pile non-ceremonious just yeah. said fuck these texians because back then it was texian and not texan uh another stupid history trivia bullshit for you oh i'm totally gonna <clears throat> gonna get a shirt that says texian on it uh, and see what people but, say like, so he misspelled it so yeah we we went and we stayed the, at the haunted hotel we yes. went to we did a haunted tour and that was with uh the sisters grim um and it is very um there is some historical background to each thing that they talk about and each location they take you to. And it's a walking tour. They also have a bus tour. About two hours. Yeah. And they do have a bus tour, which is more money, but we do the walking tours because we like that. It's just our jam. Um, They don't, we have been on tours before where they give you like equipment to check for like, you know, EMS or whatever, but they didn't do that. So uh, theirs was more like, okay, theirs this, is more myth, myth this and, is the historical and lore. history behind it. And this is our experiences. And this is the lore. And this girl seemed to have an experience at every place, which she makes can, it less think, yeah, believable. She, she had I think. not just experiences as though as like something brushed my hair or what's that other place that rpm uh it was rja which is who i want to try next time we're gonna go next time Mm. because we went and talked to rja ghost tours there and um there seems more one historically accurate because they actually go through classes to so to become a certified historical i I think it was an ambassador or ambassador you actually have to go through classes through the through the city so, and they are the only ghost tour in San Antonio that have gone through those classes. So to me, it seems like it would be more historically accurate. And and they also look at it from, from a paranormal point of view, scientifically. Yes. It's a pseudoscience. They actually um, have equipment. You can but use. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that's more, I think, what I would But we also mean. went to um, the Manger Bar. Yes, we did. Which is... Haunted supposedly haunted by, by um, J- um teddy roosevelt teddy roosevelt there you go um and and he you talk about the rough riders and things like that and he comes in because uh teddy yeah. roosevelt used to to frequent that bar and the uh the manger hotel which is it, it's attached to and and outside of the haunting and the history and everything like that if you just like craftsmanship and and just the bar is oh my God. entirely the, the made way that it was, of hand carved wood. It is hardwood, gorgeous just scroll work. I mean, just Absolutely just the, the quality. And we've been and to this effort. bar before. Um, we actually went and smoked a cigar and drank brandy, and that was the first time I got to smoke a cigar and drink brandy. It was in that bar, and so and now, it well, was, you can't smoke cigars in there anymore. That was anymore, that was a long time ago. From city ordinance, but yeah, it used to be a cigar bar point. at the same time. That's not the point. The point is, it broke my brandy and cigar cherry mm. right there in Manger. So then, once we once we did the tour and all that stuff, the Manger Hotel being one of the most haunted places, and it's a very classy hotel. And because we were staying at the Crockett and their sister hotels, you can you can you roam have free the range of both hotels. Yeah, as long as you don't disturb the guests, like you're not screaming in the hallway and yes. and running and jumping and shit like that, you can be in there until 
three, four, five o'clock in the morning, just roaming the halls with your camera, um, your recording devices, whatever you have, and and try to catch some spirits. Um, <clears throat> admittedly, I didn't catch anything. I didn't see anything. There got I took about four hundred pictures, and I haven't I didn't gone see through shit. all of my recordings. I've yet. gone through all my pictures. I didn't go through the recordings. I've gone through the pictures, but there was one. And and the way we did it is okay. Let me paint you a picture of of how the setup is. You get. The first floor is kind of a maze just be, with all the different lobbies and stuff. You get to the second floor. Uh, second, third, and fourth floor are all um, the hotel rooms. Uh, first floor is shopping, restaurants, bar, things like that. So you get to the second floor, and it's kind of just a big square as it's far big, as the hallways go or a big rectangle. Where the balconies are overlooking, but that's not all the rooms. The rooms actually keep going. Yeah, so you, so you walk down a long hallway, and then you take a left, and you walk down a hallway, you take a left, you walk down a hallway, you take yeah. a left, and then you're back where you started. So what we were doing is one person at a time would walk all the way down and take that left at the very end, and then the next person would start walking. Now, everybody was by themselves. There's yeah. no uh, sound, sound pollution, pollution, anything like that. And there was, there was uh, what was it, the so third the, floor? So the, where atrium, there was the atrium goes from the first floor up to the fourth floor where all the balconies you wrap around this large open area where you can look down. The ceiling was absolutely gorgeous. It was like uh, stained, and painted stained glasses. glass with light behind it. And I mean, just absolutely gorgeous. So you wrap around this area and you come back to that wide open atrium. So by the time you get back to the atrium, that's where the echo is. Everything else is carpeted. There's walls. Yeah. I didn't, there wasn't a lot of sound carry just in that little, just in that little, it was gigantic, just in that atrium area. But there was one hallway where every single one of us had the same problem, where it just felt like, it felt like the room was closing or the hallway was closing in on you. Just very uneasy. And it was one um, floor, one hallway. And actually what and I, everybody had the same. What I described feelings. it on my recording as it was like, Oh, Deegan's coming up on me. I can, I can hear him. I can hear him walking right behind me. Like I can hear him and like, I can feel him. And like, I keep walking and keep looking behind me. I'm like, I, I can hear him. I can, I can feel him. Like, and I keep, I keep walking. I get basically to the end of the hallway and then I see him. So it was not him, but I swear I heard someone right behind me. I could feel him. You know how you can see, and feel someone staring at you on just, my recording. You can just, I'm walking. I didn't say anything. I didn't try to do it. I just recorded uh, with my, with my camera phone walking and I didn't say anything the whole time, except for what the fuck was that? In one spot where I was just that that feeling was just and it was like instantaneous. And as soon as I passed that area, it was like calm and normal again. Like like everything was fine. And uh, you could actually like I listened to it multiple times and the boys helped. I don't know if I let you listen to it or not. No. You can actually hear someone walking. Like I can like you can hear my footsteps. You can hear someone else's footsteps because they're at a different cadence. And I was like, see, it's not just me. I heard someone walking behind me and the whole time i thought it was just deegan but let's do this shot yeah man what do you say all right salute. Awesome. so yeah we're absolutely fucking ghost nerds and it's carried on to our kids like our seven-year-old is not scared of ghosts or spirits our or any of that 14 year old shit. for his 15th birthday he wants to go and do the overnight haunted tours of the yorktown memorial hospital with us which we've done before which, which we have awesome. we've done before without 
the kids, obviously. Um, I don't know what the age limit is. So y'all, I might be lying. I might be fibbing. Uh, we might I just might keep him in the car until they little, leave. Or I'll just fib. And I mean, he's tall. He's tall. He's as tall as JD almost now. <sighs> that motherfucker's got bigger feet than me he's already. I'm like, huge. This kid's huge. He's and gonna, he, he's eats, like he eats crazy amount of food. So I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, I'm a fat sure, piece of shit. And he's I'm three times sure as much as me. I'm pretty sure because of his height alone, I might be able to pass him off as whatever age they require. So, yeah. Exactly. So I'm, I'm, I think. What's what cool about that is, is um, I've got that 12 camera DVR system. With the IR light cameras, I have cool. not set up yet, so we'll ha we'll be able to set that up. And mom and dad, if you're watching, I know you want to go, and I think uh, my sister Amanda wants to go as well. Uh, any of our friends? Who hey, are if there any of you that are watching, if you want to go with us, us, if we can schedule put something, put it on there. Um, I I, I definitely want to wait until like November exactly. or December well, because there is November. there is no air conditioning, anything no. like that, and so we if need it is cool off a bit. Yeah, there. When we went last time, we had to go. Uh, there's access to the the roof. It's a yes. flat roof. Uh, there's access that we had to go stand out there a couple and times actually, just to get air. We went stagnant. at the beginning of November and it was still just warm and muggy and, and stagnant. Yeah. The so stagnant we would is love to go. I think December and January might be a little too cold. So we're thinking November. So if you're available in November, uh, we'll even hopefully put a shout out soon. Let you know what days um, that tentatively that we're thinking of. Uh, but let us know if you want to join us. And, it's going to uh, be in um, just as Yorktown, a Texas. As a reminder, if you're just now tuning in, we're talking about what we did over the summer with the kids and by ourselves. Um, what? Let us know what you did over the summer because we're always looking for ideas for vacations, vacations, road trips, etc. And Keep as you friendly. can tell, if it's if it's haunted, we're definitely wanting to go. Yes. Um, but let, let's talk about the other part of the, the, the vacation trip we did. So every year we go to the river. And why do we go to the river? Because it's my birthday and that's yeah. my happy place. So uh, my happy place is just chilling and sitting in a tube and floating the river and drinking alcohol. And that's that's so I'm a very simple for for the people that don't know girl. about, you know, Texas and and. We what we do yeah. there's the guadalupe river right outside of new braunfels which is about halfway between san antonio and austin um it's uh right after canyon lake just gorgeous area in the hill yeah. country the hill country gorgeous. uh created by it's called river road if y'all look it up river yeah. road uh we stay at a place called kl cliffside that's kilo lima cliffside um look it up i actually love it because they have they own what three different campsites the same kl on the river kl cliffside and kl cliffside too and if you stay at one you have the amenities of the others yes. so with with tubing which basically it's a giant inner tube and you just sit in it and and you float down the river and you pee yourself as you drink and then you rock the tube back and forth to flush, flush. Yep. <laughs> um, but and with, with it get used to not with it being, all being the time when you get out of the water with it being a, a huge tourist thing, uh, uh, they they charge most places charge you just to get into the river. A drop in fee is what they and, call it. Uh, yes. So if you stay with a uh, at a KL, they will take you up river, not drop you off by KL, and then you get to float all the way back down to your campsite and get yeah. out, and and it's included in your price for, and you don't have to. Hey, yeah. drop in fees, so awesome. um, KL on the river and KL cliffside one is what a mile, not even up the road from KL cliffside two. But still, depending on the flow, it's a two to it two is. to four it's hour. A two, it's a two hour float, float easily. So it's and perfect. you can go farther up if you want to. But float for longer. us with kids, if it was him and I, 
we'd be great go, doing a longer float. But with the kids, two hours is perfect. By the time they're getting antsy and went out of their tubes, we're back at our campsite. So we always drop in around 10. By the time we get to the campsite, it's 12 to 1. We get out, we eat, and then they can just go swimming, and then we can just drink. And it's and like, this oh. river is fucking cold, but it, it feels is, so great on a hot is, day. Oh my gosh! Like when you first get in, perfect. and and for dudes, once you get just below the waistline, you know what I'm talking about. You're like, nope. Uh, uh, uh hey girls, you know what I mean. When you get uh, below the toe line, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> so the trick is to just jump in, get all the way un uh, all the way to the head. Covered in water, and you're good. Which head? Yes. Oh, okay. And, um, man, I was going to say something, and I completely blanked I, out I because I'm a goddamn. I distract you with the word head. Yep. You know what's so I'm funny? I'm a goddamn professional. Oh, my God. Do you want to know something funny? We were talking about road head the other day. I went to lunch with my girlfriends and somehow got brought up like, oh, I was just, I got a spur of the moment thing, and I decided to give my husband road head and a cop came up behind him and he's like get up get up the cop knows <laughs> and i was like holy mother mary of god i don't even remember the last time i even thought about roadhead and I was well, like, you, know, you know what the problem is huh. is Good modern modern vehicles you know make, who you are modern vehicles make roadhead very very difficult because they have the huge consoles between the front seats that stand really high and I'm just saying, good for you, my girlfriend. You know who you are. I'm not going to call you out. Yeah, good, good for her boyfriend or husband or whatever husband, it is. But yeah, good, good for, for him. Good for you for bringing Roadhead back to the whole uh, so married women's thing. So now, because now I'm like, so you want to go for a drive? I know. Now I think I have to give Roadhead because I was like, this is one of the ones who's like, wait, wait, pause, real quick, just pause. Here's to you. You know who you are. <laughs> consider myself more of a hoe than my friends and if she's giving roadhead and i'm not i'm not comfortable living that world amen so when, when we <laughs> let's up, digress baby. when we went camping out on the river uh, we always get the 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 same if not the same spot there's always within a spot or two in one direction or another yes. uh, we always get the same Area area of, of the area. campsites. Yeah. Um, it is tent camping. They're bigger and they're nice. Um, but if you go twenty foot in the water, there's a spot where the limestone riverbed has been washed out, and it's you sit down in it, and you're it right dips. at titty high. Mm -hmm. And so you can just sit there, bring an ice chest, set it on that on that limestone shelf, and it's about the size of a, of a hot tub. And yeah. you can just sit there, let the water run over you, and drink really, beer. Technically, it like drops off into this pool and has like kind of a bowl shape. Well, what we do is we pile rocks around the other side because it's open to the river. We pile rocks around it so it slows the flow of water going out and it builds up higher. So then instead of nipple high, it's like here. <laughs> it's really nice. Well, her shoulder high is my nipple high. So, but and and right next to that spot is a little rapid or shoot or whatever you want to call it so you yeah. get to watch the the people come down uh, that are floating while you're getting drunk throw them jello um, shots we're That's also we're also close enough to the big shoot to where the kids can drag their shoot or yeah. their their tube up they walk go up. down the chute and float back down to us we can see them the entire time they yeah. can run out all their energy we can be lazy as fuck and the little pool is like a hot tub for us, but it's like a swimming pool for our youngest. So our youngest swims in that, and the two older boys walk up, drop in, 
float down. They go down multiple rapids. And then when they get past the rapid where we're sitting, they walk right back up because it gets shallow right after. And then they can walk back up and do it all over again. And they just do it all day while we drink. Now, I love KL. And I love the amenities. Um, but there's one thing I don't like about this it. This year. Is the fact that it. One campsite only uh, comes with two people. Oh, that's what your problem is. So you have is. to pay with. That's not what my problem is. So so you have to, for the kids, we have to pay for the kids separate. Yes. One, one before each it used day, to be. You had to pay each day as if it was a visitor fee, which can. So it adds up. It, this is my thing. We It cost us just as much for the boys to be there than it did for the campsite. The campsite for what two days well three days two nights was around sixty dollars and it cost about sixty dollars just for the kids to be there yeah, that's was, really think, shitty yeah what is it like it's like 40 or 50 dollars a night for campsite something like that oh right? well yeah because i mean we got two campsites six, yeah yes. we always get two campsites and that way we can park had, our vehicles in one and we and, had a couple extra kids okay i'll be honest and we had my co-worker who we well, kind of adopted as our we had third, hit, fourth child JD and I, that's two adults, and then for one campsite. And then our 14-year-old counts as an adult, and so does Denver, his friend. I don't know how he counts as, as an adult, but whatever. So that's two for that campsite. Well, then I had our other two boys and then a niece and a nephew with me. So that's four kids that we had to pay for for two days or two nights, whatever. So, yeah. So the campsites together wound up being over like around 60 bucks. It was like 60 to $70 after taxes and stuff. And then, yeah, it cost me 60 bucks for the four kids for two days. And it was like, oh, well, that doubled so the cost. If, if, you have, if you ever want to go to Kale or, or generally any of the campsites along the Guadalupe River, Frio River, Comal River, um, things to think about bringing. Um, make sure you bring some citronella candles. Okay, but I, th that's um, the thing. Some, I, something out, for bees. Time out for just a second. The 120 for a three-day trip, two nights in general, is not bad. Oh, yeah, that's and not that's bad at all. And that's why that wouldn't be my complaint. My complaint would be every year thus far, no problems. None. This year, bees, bees were, were bad. terrible. Absolutely terrible. And I know they're like endangered or whatever so you can't kill them my niece got stung in, in the, the middle of the night inside her tent we went to get out of the tent and everything and i had my arm like opening up the tent thing and i got stung three times across my elbow it took what eight days yeah yeah to to recover i'm very sensitive to bee stings and a stinger was actually still left on my arm for longer than i thought i didn't realize i thought we got it out i really did so that would be my complaint was the fact that this year was the first time I didn't really I mean, there's, enjoy we've always myself had... because those bees ruined it. And we had a, a netting, but it, it wouldn't go. Yeah. Yeah. So we've work. always had bees in the past because bees exist in the natural. Many. But it wasn't like this, like, especially like if you leave your soda can they're unattended for an hour there's going to be bees all over it that's every that's year nature. yeah but this year when when i cleared out the little kids tent which was my niece and our youngest sleeping in the in the tent uh there was like a dozen bees in there and getting them all out at you know 11 11 o'clock midnight something like that it, it, was it awful. sucked 
Um, this is the first year we've ever had that many bees, but there's always bees. But you always, um, if, if you're going to go camping down there, you want to bring um, multiple extension cords because generally most of the sites come with one, uh, one outlet. Which is two plugs. One yeah. outlet, which is two plugs. And and so you want to bring multiple extension cords, uh, multiple uh, uh, Our- power strips. You definitely want to bring fans. Yeah. Um, most of the rivers here are in uh, valleys. Canal. Yeah, valley. Exactly. To where... there's no wind it's yeah it's completely void of wind and airflow um once you get off of the water itself the good thing is it's blocked um ours was a very shaded site we're up against a wall of of the limestone of what what did you call it a valley it was the wall of the valley where there's like bat caves and stuff which i love i love bats yeah as soon as dust comes around so you didn't we didn't have to deal with mosquitoes we did have to deal with the bees so we had this wall and it, and then we had lots of tree coverage. So shade was in abundance, which is so great about the site. So I would put that in the positive site. There are and some location, sites. If you stay at, um, if you stay at kale positive. on the river, you definitely want to bring, um, a K- canopy. Yes. Kale on the river. No, there's really no shade there. And, and but cliffside, there's some kale cliffside too. There's lots, a lot. but kale cliffside too. There's really no, there's no showers. Shower. You have to go up to the other kale site to get the exactly. showers. I think it's like 75 cents for like three minutes or something like that. So yeah. if you're doing multiple people, like, like I'll put uh two of the, two of the boys together where they're showering. And I take the younger, the youngest boy and, with me. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. you ro- you get in the water, you get wet, you get out of the water, you lather while somebody else is getting wet and it just, you rotate out. Yeah, I take the baby. You, you maximize that 75 cents because I'm a cheap exactly. fuck. Of course, now Nolan is not a baby anymore. I would take him with me. When we stayed at KL on the river, I had Nolan with me, but that was, what, three years ago? So he's he's not a baby anymore. So now he wants to go to the boys' room and won't go with me. So I'm like, which is fine. You know what that means? I could pee by myself, shit by myself, and shower by myself. It is the best thing since sliced cheese. I'll tell you what. Now, JD has to take him to the bathroom every time. I have to go to the boys' room, and I'm like, suck it! Boom! So, so I don't know how other states are. Um, Texas, we deal with drought a lot. Yeah. So there's on and off um, burn bans where you're not allowed to have any kind of open fires. Um, oh, Anything yeah. like that. So if yeah. you are going camping, make sure you get on whatever county you're going to go to. Check to check see if they're in a burn ban. Um, if they are not in a burn ban, you definitely want to bring your own firewood because they capitalize on that shit. If get, they're not in a burn, you ban. can get a bundle, you know, a it's foot like across, eight to ten dollars. Yeah, it's for a little bundle. Pretty much one meal's worth of of fire, and not even enough left over to do s'mores afterwards. Not even worth it. Not worth it. Yeah. Suck them. So yeah, definitely bring your own firewood. Um, yeah. Have it no longer than twelve to fourteen inches in length because they have a lot of places have the uh, built-in fire pits where they're they're cement and, exactly. and yes. Um, if not, definitely bring like a, a Coleman camp stove where it runs off the propane or a really nice Blackstone seventeen-inch uh, flat top griddle. I'm never, never, never going to live down the fact that I bought them two freaking Blackstones. You know that wives of the men he have worked with <laughs> have bitched me out like, yeah, thanks a lot for buying your husband two freaking Blackstones. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't- <laughs> but now I cook all a lot. So I wouldn't. 
You have you cook for for the amount of days off I am. You cook six hundred percent more than you did before. Yeah, before it was like once every yeah. So six hundred percent is a is a huge, huge increase. Huge increase. Yeah. In fact, like last he night made I made hibachi. Bur- yeah, he made hibachi last night. Uh, a couple of days ago, he made hamburgers, bacon, egg, and cheese smash burgers. Yes, bacon, egg, and cheese, smash burgers. How dare me just say hamburgers? That was so limiting of of his skill level. Oh yeah, it was delicious. <laughs> you see, last night it was it was a uh, steak, shrimp, um, rice, and wait vegetables. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Do you smell that? Do you smell it? That's the carne asada I've been slow cooking all day for you. So stop your crap! Like it's some big deal. You can make smash burgers. Hey, smash burgers are awesome. They were really good, actually. The bacon, <laughs> like, it was perfect. He even made my egg where the yolk was runny. I love it. So, I'm so I'm fine. We're gonna get right back on the oh, no, rails we're not. We're gonna... after this shot. Salud. Salud. So we have talked about what oh. we've done this summer. We definitely, if you're just now tuning uh, in, or not you're everything. In later, we want to uh, we want to know what you did this summer. That way, it gives us ideas of stuff that we want to do. If you've got awesome. any trips, uh, local, national, regional, anything like that, uh, put it in the comments so we can check it out and make please. our plans. And thank you. Uh, we no, also... do it now. Fuck the please. Fuck the thank you. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it now. Do it now. Get to the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, make sure you go to streamyard.com slash Facebook and give them permission to see we your name. Also- went to the museum in San Antonio oh, yeah. with the boys. And this time I walked out without marital problems. High five. Bing. I did not wrap my arms around to do it thinking it was JD this time. I am awesome. <laughs> I have a great so, awesome wife who did not. All right. So so the museum is up on a dude. <laughs> the museum, it's just a very interactive science museum yeah, for like kids for kids museum, yes. um it has everything from how light and sound waves work to uh geology geography um there's a spy section where you have to go and do different um missions to move on and do these next things and it's 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 all like uh um uh, uh, Critical thinking. It is a very hands-on, very critical. But thinking everything, everything you're allowed to touch. Like there's nothing that says do not touch. They even have like a music one and a virtual reality section. Like there's a lot. Yeah, there's there's robotics and science. There's there's totally physics. Oh. There's all kinds of shit. So and I have to throw it out there. Um, if you live in Texas and you got the pandemic EBT card because your school qualified for it and you got it, if you take your PEBT card and your driver's license and the names match, it's only $3 a person to get in. Up to four people. Um, if you're military, uh, retired, or um, veteran. There's also a discount for that. It's in San Antonio. It's over and by the zoo. Oh, yeah, we went to the zoo, too. We did go to the zoo, but we also have membership at the zoo. So to um, us, it's like. But the museum is totally awesome. I have just as much fun as the kids do. I do, too. Um, there's <laughs> I was a, a like spy. outside. I was a linguist spy. I like I like the bubbles. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> outside, they have these big pits. I didn't get with... to the bubbles. Y'all did that when I took Nolan in the bathroom or uh, because he got cut or something. And I had to take him to go to the first aid station. How dare you? I didn't even get to do the bubbles. This the bubbles year. were awesome. They I have these the big bubbles, bubble things. The huge bubbles. Like they could cover your body bubbles. That's gigantic bubbles. They have yeah. a they have a, a bamboo garden yes. that you can walk through. 
Uh, they have a gigantic jungle gym for the kids. So when you finally get to the point where you just want to sit down, you go out to the jungle gym, let the kids do their thing. And it's like station. three stories tall. It's actually, there's a jungle gym and then there's a water station where they can um, change the, the canals. Yeah, so divert and flow. Float a boat and, and, and float a boat down, yeah. Yeah, and it, it, it's so educational, but you don't realize you're learning shit. It's, it's so cool. Uh, <laughs> but you. that's right next to... Bill it's, Nye. Yeah, it's like a mile from the zoo. The San Antonio Zoo's been around since yep. the 1890s. Um, really? Yes, it has. Shut up! You are so smart. I love you. <laughs> I learned. I, I learned know. that on the train ride. On, on uh, no, yeah. you listen to that dude sometimes. Oh, he makes really. Bad so it is jokes. right next to uh, Breckenridge Park. There was a guy I can't remember his first name, but Breckenridge uh, actually he was some super duper rich dude, and he donated all of this um, property. In his will, that got turned into a park. Got turned into uh, part of it's a park. Some of it is a golf course, and the rest of it is what's now the San Antonio Zoo. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's where we also found out that I never knew it, but rhinoceroses or rhinoceri, rhinoceroses, rhinoceroses, are not herd animals, and the only time you see them close together is in, in a, a zoo, zoo environment, and and. The only time I've ever seen one, obviously, is in a zoo. And you always see, like, multiples together. Yes. And, and did you know that they don't know why they cluster together in zoos? They don't know why they don't segregate like they do out yeah, in and, nature. And the, Isn't that weird? The reason that I know this is because I asked one of the zookeepers there. I'm like, hey, you know, uh, a bunch of crows is called a murder. Uh, cows is called a herd. Yeah. What do you call a group of rhinoceroses in there? And she looked stupefied. <laughs> like I just asked her the square root of of fucking something. Of Batman symbol. Yeah. <laughs> like, who knows? Yeah. like, like, really funny. And she's like, I don't know because, because not herd. Because they don't herd they in, don't in herd. natural. They are they're they're lone creatures in, yeah. in their natural environments. And and what you see in in the zoo is is she said that different. the only thing that they've ever classified it or even said is when there has been like stampedes and they just happen to be close together and they called it what a rumble something like that yeah is what they what called the it was. because of the stampede and the and it shook the ground because they're so heavy so they called it a rumble so really there is no saying but they call them rumbles because. They don't know because <laughs> they don't hurt. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there is a term. It's just that. Did you know you're going to come on this fuckhead of a show and learn something today? I know, <laughs> so, right? <you> know, <laughs> this is not okay. This is and not the what we're here that, for. And the fact that I'm breaking my persona and, and, and everything. This is not okay. This I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. Are you in a better uh, mood though, baby? I know you had a. Bad, oh man, I was I was in a morning. I was in a really shit mood earlier. Like, <laughs> no, I was great, and then I wasn't, and I don't know what happened. It was just like I was great, and then I wasn't. It's like Missouri's history I was good. history class. I was not a part of America, and then I was. <laughs> okay, like- so so I have a coworker <laughs> that transferred to Texas <laughs> from uh, Indiana, and he absolutely hates Texas. Mm-hmm hates it i've heard but, this but he's still here because he got um a, a promotion by by transferring down here and and i definitely get it you know money talks yeah but he fucking hates texas and he's always talking shit about how proud texans are and i'm like hey so what's uh indiana's origin story he's like i don't fucking know i'm like that's the difference between texas 
in Indiana is Mike everybody Brown. knows Texas's origin story. Even if you're not from Texas, you know, you know Texas. You know, come and take it, <laughs> which happened 35 minutes from where we're sitting right now. Yeah. You know, yeah, remember the Alamo, the Alamo which happened mm-hmm. two hours from where we're at right exactly. now. You know, there's Texas has a very crazy origin story. It's, it's not crazy, rich. A rich. very, a very colorful background. Yes. And uh, Texas I would, has, I would uh, love to say that like uh, us as a state are so proud that we get to the point where we aren't Hispanic. We aren't German. We aren't Irish. We're Texan. Yeah. yeah. So like well, I I'm even a, have girlfriends American by birth, who, when Texan they check, by the grace like, of God, what is your nationality? And they check other and put Texan. And I love it so much. Well, that I want to do it now. My, uh, my, middle child they started school last week and and yes. they're doing um texas history and they did kind of an assessment test where there's no grade it's just seeing what you know where you stand on on the history of texas and and he goes and they asked what the six flags were because <laughs> texas flew under six different nations flags in, in, in its history and um he put six flags is the theme park but the first six flags was started in um, Wait, right outside of Dallas. I'm going to guess. In Alvin, Texas. Our middle child? Or not Alvin. Oh it's our God. middle child? Yes. Yes. Okay, there you go. Uh, Arling- Arlington? Arlington, thank you. Ar- in Arlington, <laughs> okay, Texas you. is where the first six flags came. Six Hi. flags is all over the nation now. Me again. Um, I should not know that more than you. Yeah, I, I said <laughs> Alvin, and I knew it was wrong as soon as it came out of my mouth. But um, the, the, the theme park, Six Flags Over Texas. It was, that was the the first one, and um, it was named after the six flags that flew over Texas, which are the Texas state flag, the United States flag, Spain, France. Uh, it was the Confederacy, and what was the last one? Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. There was a reason I forgot that. Again. There was a reason two. I forgot that That's one. Two. That was on purpose. That is two. <laughs> Stop it. That is two that I knew that he blinked on. This is a scary day, people. Very scary. And now to think about, you know, that theme park started in as just a single thing because back in the day it was all these little singular theme parks. So that was basically our and they bought out our everything. summer. The Duseum, the zoo, the haunted tours, floating the river. Just I look on the river amazing experience we even made friends river friends oh, yeah. sharing jello friends. shots it was so much fun but camping we wound up leaving the night at early early yeah. because the bees they just they totally ruined our trip that, and i hate was, to say it but they did they ruined our trip it was just i think we were just hot and miserable and actually i didn't even care it. about that because i'm always cold so i didn't mind the heat i think you're the only one who did because you're like a diva and you're used to having JD up until this year would have an AC unit in our tent. That was for everybody. Who's everybody. I don't need that. I'm fine with really says the woman who sleeps with 17 fucking fans in the bedroom. That's in our bedroom because the AC blows directly on you. I like the noise. The the AC blows directly on you and you still need the fan creates in the circulation, which I get with. Okay. So if you have your white noise machine on, do we get to turn all the fans off? Most of them. 
I call bullshit. <laughs> my, I need circulation. So, the the sound machine does not give me the air circulation. Stop your let's, shit. Let's do this last little, and then we're gonna talk about the moral of, starting, of today's story. He's starting a fight right here on on live. I didn't realize podcast. that that this episode was gonna have a moral. Oh no, 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 and no, no. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> No, I thought about it along the way, and and we opened up with discussing what our our plans were going to be, and it was going to be this gigantic, huge vacation with all this stuff. And and, and multiple states and And like craziness. We stayed regional, and it was just as good. We had just as many memories. We had a lot of fun. So, and when things don't go your way, you know, God closes the door, and then he kicks you in the ass. Uh, that's I'm pretty sure how that goes, right? No, I mean, that's how it goes, but that's not <laughs> how the saying goes. So next year, next year, we, uh, we, okay, have, we have to get our passports. So we're going to give you a backstory on, on this. Uh, yes, we are going to have to get passports. Um, we were going to lunch in Corpus, the restaurant we had planned out didn't work they were closed already or actually no busy. they were they were, they were busy, busy as fuck. so we decided to try something new and went to a german restaurant while we were there we we're talking to the kids about their goals like what country do you want to visit and we realized that there was a very like lo- specific location that was kind of on everybody's list which was like england ireland, ireland scotland like that generalized area no it was ireland specifically it was pretty specifically ireland but ireland england and actually we kind of have an in for jd's family in ireland so we've been discussing that for a while now so we told the boys so you do realize that if we could we afford to go to ireland Yes, but it would require pretty significant sacrifice on everybody's part as far as between now and next summer, not eating out as often, not doing all these daycations like we usually do through the year. Living on a Dave Dave Ramsey budget. Exactly. And if you know who that is, then good for you. Don't listen to him. He's usually full of shit. We would have to live on a, a pretty strict budget. The boys... All agreed they were on board. So, so as yeah, of right wanted, now. So next year uh, for our summer, we wanted to go to Ireland and England. And then the following year, we want to do France and Germany. Yes. Um, we, we talked about doing all of it. All you know, a big European tour over an eight day thing. But it's just able- we want to be able to appreciate what we're seeing without being rushed from exactly. site to site to site. So we we're only going to do two countries at a time. If we did it that way, we'd only be able to do like two days in each location, which I don't know. You can't, you just, you just can't appreciate you it. You can't. There's no way to see everything you want to see. Like we want to tour a castle in Ireland. We want to go to London, England. There's so much. I want to get kicked out of so many pubs overseas. <laughs> And we have a teenager who can watch our younger boys while we get for schnooking at a friggin' bar every night in Ireland. And we get to visit JD's family in Ireland, which I'm sorry, I don't want to rush that. I want to get to know them. And yeah, I want to see where my namesake comes and from. And the town, I don't know if I've said this on this show yet, but the town next to the town where his family originated from, the most common last name is Nolan. Which, Which is, is our, what we named our youngest kid just yeah. by chance. So Not, yeah, it, we didn't it's know crazy. it at the time. So 
with all this being said, if you've been to Ireland, you've visited, yes. if you've been to England and visited, um, reach out to us, please, 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 please. We want, we, we, we don't want the stupid touristy bullshit that, no. that every, uh, uh, um, see agency is going to sell you. We, we want to actually, actually explain. Like, honestly, we're talking about taking the train through Ireland into England just so we can see the countryside. Like, no, no, no. That's that's our next trip from France over because you can't take a, a train from Ireland. To England. Oh, that's right. Through France. We want to take a train <laughs> France, France to Belgium, God, Germany. Sorry. We want to take a train through France. But that's next year, not this year. Yeah. So so if you've been to those countries, please reach out. We, we want to experience the actual country. We don't want to experience the tourist traps and, they, uh, and the same crap that every travel agency yeah, we're looking sell you it's spending probably um, seven to ten days. probably eight days uh yeah yeah probably yeah. about eight days because of travel time and and the amount of vacation we get for our jobs and yeah. uh well you get a lot more than i do but yes i you get a do. lot more than i do mm. so the amount of vacation i get through my job my new job which i will have by then 24 days a year Boom. Bullshit, and right? through the year, if I have to take time off for like a doctor's appointment or the kids get sick, I can adjust my hours to the week. So that those 24 days, mm, I'm going to milk the mother shit out of that. I'm <laughs> so excited. <laughs> I'm pretty amped though. You know, I haven't been overseas since I was in the military. Uh, she's never been overseas. So I, I've um, never even had a passport. I'm really excited. About yeah, that. I've never had a passport because when I traveled overseas, my military ID was my passport. So and we've discussed kinda... this like, you know what? We have talked about this for years, how kids were never going to limit us experiencing life and traveling and stuff. But her oldest is 14 and we've never we've barely left the state. We've never left the country. So it was one of those things that was like, this is something I've always wanted to do. JD has seen the world. He's been in the military. I haven't. I want to see the world. And I think that I want my kids to experience that because I think they'll have a bigger appreciation for like the big picture as far as the world is concerned and different like dynamics and livelihoods and incomes if they can see people from other countries living on thing on basically nothing and another cool thing is, is America all of our kids takes it, takes it for granted okay let, let's let, let's be honest i'm gonna be blunt with you guys america is hated by everybody you really are every country hates america they love our money they, they love our, our generosity but they, they, they hate chance. us because americans in general are smug arrogant self because they don't take the chance of shit. or the time to so, even get to know other cultures so each one of our kids is going to be doing uh pseudo homework projects as, as far as learning uh customs learning greetings and and a little bit of the language of each place we're going uh, actually, we're getting rosetta stone so where they exactly. can all learn we've uh, uh, we told both the, we told all of the boys they had to pick um an area that we're going to be traveling each summer because now they're like, okay, well, if this works out next year, we want to do this. Okay. Daniel wants to learn German. So oh, bad. he has his alter ego of, of Schneidel vision or whatever. Oh, the fuck it was. Schneider. But we're not going to Germany this year. We're going to be going to Germany. The Well, not even the following year, the following year, we're going to Hawaii. So like three years from now, we're going to go to freaking Germany. So, Hey, we're not we're not sponsored by Rosetta Stone, but if you've ever no. been interested in learning any other languages, if you do but, the lifetime thing, it's 179 bucks for unlimited yeah. access to 25 languages. Stop! 
which I just did. No, I just did the so research on it. I thought that was super cool. That we want them to learn. Okay, yes, even though they speak English, they have dialect. They have different like mannerisms. They have different like things that they say that well, mean other things. It's not a. It's not a garage. It's and a car they have park. History. It's not a trunk. It's so a we boot. want them to like do research on the different areas. So we're like basically telling. Okay. Daniel, you're going to do this part. Daniel, you're going to do this part. Daniel, you're going to do this part so that they can dive in and they're going to be our correspondents in that specific area. So then it it literally engulfs them in that history and it gives them that appreciation for that area of the world. See, and, and I think I think putting an actual time frame on a trip versus saying one day we're going to do this exactly uh, makes it more real, real. It, it's, it's so real it, you know a, am, a dream or a goal is just a dream with a time frame yeah i'm so, so actually excited. setting setting a date for it not specific date but you know a time like okay next july we are doing this i'm so I, excited. I think it makes it a lot more real so again if you've been to ireland if you've been to england please 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 reach out to us and give us some of the good good so we can uh move forward but with that uh we need to wrap it up for this evening thank you all for tuning in uh, we'll be back this week and every week uh following for uh, the immediate future until we take another break for the holidays um and then season three comes around <laughs> <laughs> um, again thank you to five by five brewing to uh, help make this possible uh, you can check out all of our old episodes on youtube and any of your favorite podcasting platforms and let me just say so happy to see y'all again so, so yeah it is great to be back it's so good um, to be back you all know how it feels when you get back from a vacation you're like oh i'm glad I like to be home JD a lot more when i drink so this is really gonna work out <laughs> <laughs> i like her when she likes me a lot more when i drink so oh uh, with that if y'all are out and about driving don't drink if you're out drinking don't drive uh always find yourself a safe ride home regardless where you're at even if uh, it's your home it might not be the girl next to you i'm just saying yeah sober up before you make that decision <laughs> you'll thank me later but with that thank you y'all have a great night we'll talk to you later